Hey guys, Coach Sean here and welcome to another episode of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast and before we get into today's two topics, I know spoiling you guys with two topics and I'll explain more on that in a second. This came up in the news there last week when I originally supposed to do this episode of the podcast and um, no, not COVID though we'll get into that in a second as well, uh, unfortunately. Um, the Grafton Quarter. So I know it's a little bit early. I know I know it's only October and Halloween hasn't come and gone yet. But I remember last year doing this, uh, the, the the podcast and stuff, and I was just trying to come up with different things and you know just just having fun with it really. And one of the things I used to always do was the intro, uh, straight from the Coach on Fitness Quarters or so, uh, quarter or something like that, like along the lines that I used to always say. And the reason I did was the the Grafton Street sign, um, from the Grafton Quarters or something it was, but. I heard last week on the news, it's it, it's back in the news already, they're talking about getting rid of that sign, putting in the Nodig Shana ditch or whatever, put up instead of uh, Graph and Quarter, and it just reminded me, geez, like, a lot and yet nothing has happened in this past year. Well, a, a lot of my, uh, for, for myself anyway, in, in terms of uh, jobs and moving house and everything that goes with it, and it's just crazy to think that... I mean, last Christmas, I don't know about you guys, this, like, it's a weird paradox. This year has flew by, um, it, but at the same time, it seems a long, long time ago since lockdown started in March. And it also seems insane that, that Christmas was only 10 months ago. Uh, like It literally seems like a whole new world. So there's really no point in this intro except, except to say, uh, yeah, I won't be doing the, the Coach John Fitness Quarter, but I just thought it was it was just mad that uh, when I heard that, I was like, oh yeah, I used to always say that in the podcast, and it's mad how we can get into different uh, rhythms, routines, or different sayings with, with, with how we come across, and then it just one day just goes by the wayside. Like, oh yeah, what, what happened to that routine? What happened to me saying that or doing that? All of a sudden, it just, it just went. You don't even think about it. So, uh, yeah, no, I just thought that was mad for any any long-time listeners of the podcast that uh, we're probably getting annoyed every time I introduce the show like that. But um, yeah, today's episode, we are going to be talking about two things. One is developing a positive mindset to training and and that may seem wow wow like a little wishy-washy kind of thing to some people but i do think approach is is so important and your mindset is so important and, and too many times you go into a challenge thinking oh i can't do this because such and such or i failed at this before so i'm not going to try again so I'm going to talk a little bit about my experiences recently with that and, and how having that positive mindset and that ability just to switch off other things and go into the challenge of whatever it is, a hard session or, or in my case, a long run, how that helps my mindset and my, my attitude and my focus on different things. Uh, and the second part, if you guys are following me on instagram at coach underscore sean c that the previous friday i was actually waiting and um, i was must have been 30 40 minutes waiting on new tires for my truck four new tires and of course long story short and that i didn't get to drive away the truck because i had not one but two buckled wheels i should have known the, the truck was shaky for a reason but as i was waiting and it was something i wanted to do and it was based off this run so i had 90 percent of it taught up my head I wanted to talk about doing um my my three previous marathons and 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 that this goes in line with the positive mindset and and different approach to challenges and I know I've talked about this before but I just think with a lot of people doing the marathon this year well not as many as there will be previous years but just the virtual marathon and will you won't you do it and all the rest I just thought it was good to show how how bad I did the first time round and 
how I had a fear of people's reactions and the reaction I got to it was a lot different and that's what I want to talk about so that's pretty much the intro guys we're gonna get straight into it uh part one of a two-part on this podcast today positive mindset to training A lot of this came to my mind when I did a long run there last Monday week. I was supposed to record this then, but you know, life gets in the way and all the rest. So last Monday week, all this came to mind and what I wanted to talk about today with, with you guys. And what was happening in my mind was I was struggling a lot in my runs lately. So I'm building up towards a virtual marathon, which is now two weeks away. It was three weeks away at the time. I needed to get up to at least past the half marathon mark. I'm, I'm well behind on my training. But the virtual marathon this year is just something I want to do. So I still need to get the miles and legs. So I'm not completely uh, ridiculously sore at the end of it. Just just build up to it. So I wanted to get my long run in. I was struggling getting towards the long runs. And just, just my mental approach to it just was not there. And I'm finding the time and uh, where to run and all the rest. And these are all excuses. I know that. But that's, that's what was going on in my head. So the previous Sunday I was... Um, I was at home, I was watching NFL Red Zone, I had the look at the highlights of the, the Villa-Liverpool game was that Sunday and just looking at and, and as a Villa fan, seeing Villa every few minutes, seeing an update that Villa have scored, I, I thought something was ripping me, something was wrong there, but long story short in that, um, Villa were winning, set, beat Liverpool 7-2, um, a lot was going on in other games, I think the Cowboys were getting hockey by the, the Cleveland Browns and OJ, um, Oh, they're back of juniors. I was going to say OJ Simpson. Oh, they're back of juniors. Uh, end around run and stuff like that it was unbelievable. But as much as I wanted to focus and just enjoy my Sunday evening off, what was going on was the talk of level five over here. So basically, level five lockdown, everything gets shut down. So I was thinking, oh, there go, there we go again with the business completely gone. I won't be able to get to work. Even stuff like going for for a long run in a two k radius. I'm nearly positive it's a two k radius again with um with level five. So. All this start, talks that come behind. I just couldn't enjoy the football. Um, the 49ers end up losing the next day to the Philadelphia Eagles. So I really couldn't enjoy that. Well, I watched it the next morning in full. And it just took my mind. It's just my mind was, uh, as, as Michael Scott was saying, my mind was running a mile a minute. And it was just really, really hard to just kick back and enjoy and not think about all these other things going on. So long run. had to force myself out doing it. And what happened on this long run and, and why I'm such an advocate for running during these times and along with strength training, of course, I've talked before about running alone can cause a lot of injuries. But I think if you build up slowly and gradually while also doing a lot of strength training, I think it'd be great for you. But what happened to me in this long run and what helped me get through it was I literally just zoned out. I just zoned out. Uh, I try not to think about level five and stuff like that. And I just took my mind off things. And, and what happened when I took my mind off things, start thinking about other things. Like I was thinking a lot about how I got to this point when running, how I got through my first three marathons and my different mindset approaches doing those first three marathons and how I completely messed up the first one, which I will get to pretty soon, how I completely messed that up and all the rest. And while I was thinking about that, it made the running a lot easier and I just knew because I'd been there before I was able to do so I did 23k that day in, in the Phoenix Park and I just knew I, I was able to do it because I was able to stay positive I was able to switch off and, and running just helped me relax and, and, and get into that that thing that mindset that mode and it was just a, the positive affirmations that kept saying it was like okay just 
up around the corner back into the park we've got 4k at the end of the park it helped knowing the park pretty well okay 4k and as i'm thinking 4k up here that's not too long left now and then i just switched back to geez that's the second time when i ran the marathon i was i was in this state of mind i was thinking about this chapel lizard hill was was an absolute killer and just these different things just helped me relax i felt great about it and uh, you know it's the same in the gym you know when you walk into the gym for the first time or you, you are you're asked to do a, a certain let's say a, a six-week challenge or something along those lines you're like i can't do it i never lose weight there's no way i'm gonna be able to lose weight there's no way i'm gonna stick to this challenge if you keep thinking like that well you're gonna you're gonna build that into reality that's exactly what's gonna happen so you need to go with an approach of right positive i can do this and whatever happens makes it worthwhile because let's say you even do the challenge and you don't lose as much as you as you think you're going to you're still a hell of a lot better than you were six weeks previous before that challenge started and it's the same with the gym if you just commit yourself to it take an approach of whatever happens happens i'm gonna put me on to this i'm not gonna have negative thoughts on it you're gonna come out of it so much better yeah you mightn't hit the exact strength goals you want you might be able to hit your first chin up just yet but you're still a hell of a lot better off than you were six months ago and i just think if you're going into the gym with that negative attitude that you'll not be able to train as hard you're not going to enjoy your training you're not going to get much out of it it's going to be an awful process for you and then at the end of the day you're just like oh, i have to go back to this the, the training because i have to lose weight because i have to do this and it's not a case of wanting or enjoying so you need to get out of that 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 negative mindset and just get more positive in your approach on, on what you do so like progress is different for different people so for for me for example my my goals right now is to finish the, the virtual marathon that's all i want to do i, I don't want to uh, i don't want to beat my time from last year or anything like that i'm realistic with it i just want to start and finish that virtual marathon and that's all i want for someone else doing it all they might want to do they might want to be four hours they might have three hours two hours we're all different we're all starting different places it's like that saying don't start off your chapter one with with someone else's chapter 15 you know kind of way just let's go at your own pace and try and i'm waffling a bit now but just just try and stay positive set realistic goals and build yourself toward don't go into the gym don't go to diets or anything like that with this negative i can't do it it drives me up the wall when i hear it in the gym or my classes and like that and i just tell people it's like not with attitude you're not going to do it i'm always joking them but but deep down i'm kind of serious i'm just like go positive see what happens i know you might set feel like you're setting yourself up for failure if you go for it and don't achieve it but you're still a hell of a lot better off than than where you were in the first place so always look at it that way that once you've started this challenge and this is pretty much summarizing what i'm talking about here once you start the challenge whether you get the exact result you want or not not that it's not irrelevant but you have to realize that you are going to be much better off going on that journey and enjoying that journey and if you don't quite get there you're still a hell of a lot better off than where you were when you started. So at the moment I'm training for my fourth marathon, the virtual marathon this year in Dublin that's coming up in two weeks as of recording this. And what happened was this was supposed to be just a one and done. So this what I'm gonna be talking about for the next 10 minutes or so is pretty much a one-on-one on how not to run a marathon. 
and it's mad that I'm in this mindset now of I want to make it a yearly thing and I enjoy looking forward to October and it gives me something to look, look forward to October Bank Holiday which, which sounds weird but to have this event of the market and then everything that goes with it and it just makes the, the night out that night or hanging out with friends or family just that extra extra bit special because you feel like you've worked hard towards and you had you made your sacrifices throughout the, the months in your training to, to build to this big occasion but to get back to the first one i mean that's not a, that's not anything to do with why i did it in the first place none of that came into it the reason i wanted to do a marathon and I'm, I'm embarrassed to say it really was i just wanted the one and done that was it just one marathon in done to say i did it so i was trying to build myself up as a personal trainer and i just wanted to do different uh fitness things pretty much and one of them happened to be a marathon because my my joke on it was leading up to it was if someone asked me um should i train to do a marathon or, or should i do a marathon i'd be like yeah no i did that and uh, it sucked don't do it and that was it but as, as crazy as it seems now someone's doing their, they're about to do their fourth that was it It was just a one and done it was literally and I, I hate to say it, it was just an ego boost um i just had this notion i'd be able to run all day i'd be able to do it not a bother and and that'd be it um and to add more shame into this build up to the first marathon i wanted to do it in the four hours i looked it up online seen what the average was and the average for guys to run the double marathon so the double marathon and marathon is general i'm not too sure but it was uh four hours and five minutes i thought i'd round it off under four hours you know and um, to, to quote Declan Moffat from uh, that that skit from Tommy Turner maybe I'll win the feckin thing but so the furthest I'd ever ran was 10k and I never had that feeling I don't recall ever having that feeling of getting really tired in the run and not being sure if I was going to finish the run so a lot of my training when running was literally training other groups to run and I was going at their pace and I was encouraging them them to go through I wasn't even thinking about geez how am I doing 5k or 10k it was just get this person through the 5 10k and that took my mindset off how I was feeling and how I was breathing and everything else to go with it and different paces and stuff as well so it was never not to sound egotistical about it but it was never hard for me to get someone through a 5k it, it just wasn't I was just thinking too much with them I, I like we used to have this is going back years and years in my boot camps we used to do a 5k loop and I would have people up the front I'd be running up to them see how they were and I'd run back to check on other people see how they were getting on and I'd be cutting through corners to check on other people and just to make sure everyone was alright so I'd be running non-stop for 20, 25, 30 minutes to check see how people are getting on working their breathing slow them down if necessary and if they were walking okay we're going to walk to this next tree or this next junction and then we're going to build up again so I was never thinking about myself and I was like geez if I did this now about a 510k yes 42k is a lot I'll have to do a little bit of training but I'm going to be able to do it there's going to be no bother I would definitely be able to do this training so I did some training and the first time I knew I was in a little bit of bother was I couldn't get my mind my mind around training longer than an hour. I would get to ten miles max, and ten miles probably no. I wouldn't get ten miles. I'd probably get to eight mile max, uh, 13, 14k, and I would just get bored and I would stop. Now it was getting tough. Don't get me wrong, and I wasn't going at any great pace to challenge myself. I would literally listen to an album, and and just <clears throat> then just run and do what I can, and, and that was it. Like I was just. Bleh. So the first real challenge we did, we're down in Kilkenny and we did the half marathon down there. Sorry, we did a half marathon down there and um, 
you know, we pushed, I was there with myself and Eric, we pushed just each other through it and got to the 10 mile mark. I'm like, oh, this is different. And I started feeling the legs start to go, the breathing started going, the walking started and stopped. And I was like, we're in trouble here. But we got through it and we got it done. We got, we did the half in one hour 55. Once again, I'm no world beater. I'm not a great runner um, in, in terms of just what a lot of people can do like I'm somewhere in the middle of the pack and I'm okay with that I just do it for fun uh, I have no aspirations to do great running but it's like 1 hour 55 oh I, you know they usually say half marathon you add 15 minutes to it and that'd be your full so I was like you know 155 double 350 I'm at 405 that's wrong that can't be right is it 155 yeah I'm not pausing this I'm thinking this, this true 155 350 yeah 445 it's like ah I'm not too far off the pace. Not even thinking. I'm at the stop and start and, you know, near from 10 miles on. I was like, ah, I'll make that up in a couple of weeks. No bother, I'll be grand. And I was like, sure, what, what, what have I failed? You know, it just doesn't matter. No, the double marathon is not a big deal. And even those words coming out of my mouth, I was like, that, what are you thinking, Sean? What are you thinking? But that's what I was thinking back then. It wasn't a big deal. And then did a little bit more running towards it, didn't do a whole lot, never got close to a half marathon, you know, you're supposed to build to at least three quarters, uh, three quarter marathon before going to it, never put those miles in the legs, and on the, on the day the day of the marathon, I'll never forget getting all these messages from people I did the boot camps with, uh, no, we, we had a Facebook group, so someone put it up, and everyone else started going, best look, best look, best look, and I realised, this is a big deal, and I don't know why, I just, I never thought of, of a big... I thought it was just another race, another run, do what you can and that's it. Then I realised, this is such a big deal. I better not fail here. I better... I'm after telling people I'm going to get one of the four hours just to give myself that little extra push and it hasn't worked my training because I never I never ran as much as I should have ran. So, the marathon came along. We, you know, we, we paced ourselves at the start, feeling really good, ran side by side and I was like, this this is going to be okay we got in around outside the park and then we headed up Chapel Lizard Hill and heading towards Kilmainham and I remember going up that hill I remember getting to the top of it going I am in serious trouble here because it just took it out of me and we are 11 11 miles into it at this stage is it 11 no 11 yeah it is around 11 miles into it at this stage so it's it about 2-3 miles before the, the half marker and I was like I am in serious trouble and Eric was ahead of me a bit. I'm like, he's got to do really well. And then I saw Eric as well. His hips start going side to side big time. I'm like, he's in big trouble. And then that just made me feel even worse. Because I was like, if he's all right, you know, I'll end up sticking with him somehow, some way to get through. And that didn't happen. So his hips went. And I think we got to, we passed halfway. Still running. It was around a two, two hour at that stage. And the four hour thing just went. I was like, oh, forget four hour. Let's just finish today. And I remember he dropped first. And when he stopped walking, I started walking with him. And I was like, oh, we're going to be in trouble. I was like, right, I'm good to go again. Let's start running. He started running again and I couldn't get going. That Once my once I stopped, once my momentum went and everything was gone. And I started, I pretty much, I held him back for the, the next for pretty much the last 10, 11 miles of the race. So I felt like, I felt like crap over. We just ruined each other's momentum. We just couldn't keep going. And he definitely finished stronger than I did. And it was like the closest we came to killing each other during this race. Like I know him 10 years and this is the one time we ever came close to blows. Now it would have been the worst fight ever because none of us, we had no energy. It was unbelievable. And um, 
But the crowds in Dublin was insane. So we like as soon as a big crowd would come, it was like, right, find a way to get through this crowd. Once that crowd was gone, then you kind of slowly walk through to the next big crowd. And if you've ever seen Dublin around Dublin, you know the the lack of crowd is few and far between, especially that second half of the race. So there's always people there somewhere. So it's like, my God, walk for a bit, run for a bit, walk for a bit, run for a bit. And I eventually finished well over the four hour mark of five hours it took me I'm disgusted to say that I never wore the t-shirt afterwards I don't even know where the medal was and the point of this whole story was I built it up I do in the four I told everyone I do in the four and here I am walking the double marathon while people are running by me while there's crowds watching knowing I fell and I remember the 30 kilometer mark I remember there was, there was a video camera there looking at me I remember just thinking and looking I was like next year you're gonna do this right but that was next year. I had a whole year to try and prove myself. It's like that that team that loses the in the finals and they're like, right, we've got another year of dealing with this to go again. So I knew I had another year of, of having this hanging over me. And I thought, because I'd said it so much and because I was so arrogant, I suppose, about it, that there was, I was going to get a ton of abuse from rightfully so on how I failed this marathon. And in my mind, I, I definitely failed it. And to this day, I still think I failed it. I, I finished the marathon, but... I failed, I completely failed my goal, I completely underestimated it, and I didn't feel good, like there's a picture of me, I, I posted up a shorter version of this on Instagram last Friday, and I crossed the line, I just looked disgusted, I mean it's a perfect picture of pain and disgust, I'm just, I can barely move my legs, I'm disgusted with the time, I'm just disgusting my attitude to it in general, and I knew I meant for a word of abuse, but here's the thing, I got feck all abuse, the odd joke here or there which was funny so that's that's warranted but people didn't care they just said you did it fair enough did you do it on the four nah you didn't care and that's a good thing because in your mind you can always you always build it up as worse than it is and, you, and sometimes you don't go for a challenge for the fear of failure fear what people think and really doesn't matter because even if they did give abuse it would have been for a week or so and then it's gone that's it it's you know it's it, it's the end of the story and people sometimes don't don't try and push themselves or excel to a challenge because they're afraid of what others might think if they fail and you always build it up as a lot worse than what it's actually going to be and that's what I found out the hard way when doing this marathon that it's always it's always worse like there's a Japanese proverb the fear of failure and what others might say is like the fear is only as deep as the mind allows the second part is the Japanese proverb the fear fear is only deep as deep as the mind allows so the worst thing you can ever do when approaching a challenge is thinking, what are others going to think if I fail this? Because people don't care. And one last thing on this, I, I read this recently, I can't remember, it was an Instagram post or something that someone put up, um, just to hammer home my point in this. So, like, actually two more points in this. <laughs> uh, one is, there's so much information these days that, like, even if people care, like, even if you completely embarrass yourself in some way, shape, or form, and it's recorded, like it's gone in 12 15 hours and something it's moved on to something else i mean like look at i suppose look at like the u.s elections and stuff and, and people picking out different stuff that trump has said or done and stuff like that and 
and he's still president, you know, and like even that lead up to that election, like, oh, he said this, he's not going to get in now, he did that, and he's not going to get in now. I'm not getting into politics or right, wrong, or anything like that, but he said a lot of different things, and it's like, oh, his campaign is dead. But yeah, the twenty like the news cycle just moved on and went on to something else, went on to something else, and and like even this year, like this has been such a, a long year that has somehow flew by so fast. And I realize that is a paradox, but it's, but in my mind, it's true. Like if you think about all these the stuff that happened throughout the year, if you actually sat and thought about it, it's like, whoa, that was this year. Oh, that was this year. Things go by so fast. But what I really want to say was what I, I read. I think was on Instagram, and. Um, just think of something you did that's very cringy like that makes you just shudder and you're like oh god now four or five things pop into my head straight away that i've done them uh, i probably think of a lot more now that i'm thinking about it but just think about something you did that makes you cringe that makes you go oh don't like that don't like thinking about that that's that's horrible now think of your friend think of the exact same thing for them one thing straight away that makes them cringe didn't come to you now, I'm assuming it didn't come to you straight away. If it did, think of another person. Think of another person. Now, think of another person. You think of four people. You think of one thing that makes them, that, that would make them cringe or you would cringe for them. And you probably can't think of it straight away. And the reason is because so many different things happen, you move on. And that when you could think of something that made you cringe very, very quick is because you think about it and you analyze it over and over again. And you're like, oh, why did I do that? Whereas other people, they forget about it. They move on. There's too much to go on with. So long story short, very long story short, if you have a goal, go for it. Don't think what other people think. And when it comes to that first marathon, my goal was still the following year to do it in under four hours. And I'll get back to you on how I got on in that one. So guys, I'm not going to do much of an outro on this one. So this was pretty much a... a in, in, in terms of me doing a podcast a pretty long podcast I like to do just one topic 10-15 minutes in and that's it but I just think that I learned a lot when doing my, my three previous marathons so far that I, I've, I've taken away so much from each of them that they've been my just the challenge the different challenges I've had this time trying to overcome those challenges sometimes it did and sometimes it didn't but it's definitely made me better and that's what I like about the marathon is the, the physical and mental challenge that comes with it. I'm not saying everyone should do a marathon. I still think to this day that doing marathons are not great for you. And um, I don't think they're good for you at all. I mean, my other marathons I've done, I've been in absolute bits at the end. I'm not as much the first one for obvious reasons, but just so sore after it that it's knocked my training off for, for a month or two even in some cases. Um, it's definitely not like strength training is just goes straight down because of it as well uh, and overall health probably goes down a little bit as well while doing it but just the challenge and something to look forward to and building up as an event it definitely in, in the year we're in right now just to have that fitness goal and that big goal ahead of me in two weeks time of just completing the virtual marathon m- means I have a lot keeps me going keeps me positive because I could talk about starting this podcast when the talk of level five and all came in, I, I, to be honest, you, I didn't handle it that well. I was like, oh, here we go again. And it's still going to hang over me. It's always going to hang over until we, I don't know, if we just, as a country, learn to live with it or vaccine, whatever. And once again, not getting into politics and um, what we should and shouldn't do because I don't have all the answers like most people. I don't know what we should do. But for at least a good couple of months from now, we're always going to have, I think, that, that threat of a level five. And... Um, 
I'm not saying that as a right or wrong thing, but just that hanging over us in terms of our businesses, our livelihood and everything else that goes with it, what we're going to do. And we need to find an outlet. And for me, it's always been fitness. It's always been having that goal. For me, this time it's a virtual marathon. I'm sure as soon as it's finished, I'll be coming up with other goals to keep me on track in, in the lead up to Christmas. Um, because the, the running and all has helped so much so far. So that's going to be pretty much it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast. Any questions or any topics you want to have to come up in the podcast, please hit me up on Instagram at coach underscore Sean C. If you did enjoy the podcast, please leave a five-star review on um, Apple Podcasts. It helped me get the word out there about this episode of the podcast. And yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you for listening to the episode of the podcast. From me, take care.